This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Look to the folks at Farm Bureau Health Plans when you need someone who understands the X's and O's of health care coverage. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. With Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith. A lot to unpack, Amy Wells. Oh, yes. There are things to talk about. A lot of news of the week. Would you like me to – how about a review to begin? That would be great. Okay, so on Monday – the Titans activated from the reserve COVID-19 list, Jayon Brown. Yes. Who had 14 tackles in the first game against the Texans. Very exciting. Julio Jones and Kendall Lamb. Big day, Monday. They placed on injured reserve Michael Pruitt, who had surgery. Yes, rough. very sad. Yeah, rough. Wow, that was – could you see it? Here's the thing. Where you were? No. I couldn't see it because he fell kind of away from me. His body rotated. Yeah. Yeah. And his body rotated, so his feet were facing away from me. I know it's bad when someone goes down and the people who were immediately next to him turn around because that means it's gross, frankly. His injury was one that everybody responded to so quickly and – the people in the stadium responded so quickly, you knew it wasn't good. Well, the response in the stadium was, oh. Yeah, and you I, knew it was bad. Well, from where I sit. Could you see it? I knew it was bad. Yeah. I knew it was bad. You don't want to look at it. No. But uh, you no. just feel so badly for this guy who's, you know, he gets into the league with Minnesota, and he's a big deal. He's coming out of southern Illinois. And, and, and all of a sudden, like a lot of guys – he has that, that good start to his career, and then he just sort of tanks for whatever reason. And he has to fight his way back off practice squads. And Vrabel brings him here from Houston off their practice squad when Delaney Walker gets hurt. Right, right. In 2018, and he plays really well for three years. And then the Titans are, are going to let him go in this offseason because they didn't have extra money to sign every single veteran. He goes to San Francisco. He does not make their team. The Titans have a need because Tommy Hudson gets hurt. They have a need at tight end. And so they bring him back, and the week of the first game, he's playing again. Right. He plays 16 games. He starts seven. He catches 14 passes, three for touchdowns. I mean, he's such the epitome of a Vrabel John Robinson player. He's a good dude. And just to see this happen to him, it's just, oh. He was a guy that everybody liked on the team. Oh, they, he, people love him. And people were noticeably shaken after that happened. It's one of those things that, of course, you never want to see anyone injured, especially in that way. But when it's someone who had been playing well and was mm-hmm. a contributor and was so well-liked, it's really hard to see. And after that happened and they were able to get him off the field and into the locker room to start assessing what that injury really was, Mike Vrabel was walking up and down the sidelines telling everybody, all right, we all need to relax. Like, it was such an emotional moment sure. for everybody. He was doing everything he could to bring everybody back to center because people were kind of wa- wired almost after seeing something like that. You're a little shaken. Well, two reasons for that. Number one, you like Michael Pruitt. Right. He's your guy. And the second thing is it brings into reality the dangers of playing football. Right. It's a violent sport. It's, it's, it just is. It's a physical sport. 
because the play wasn't dirty. There was, I mean, yep. there are just things that in this game that can happen, and it's a reminder to everyone, and that's hard. Yeah. I remember when Mark Mariani had his situation where he broke his leg on the kickoff, and, and everybody just went, oh, you know, because Mark's the same kind of guy, a hard worker, and, you know, put in his time, and uh, well-liked all the way around, and just, oh. You hate to see it. So, Michael Pruitt on injured reserve. Placed on practice squad reserve COVID-19, Paul Adams, another guy who can't get a break. <laughs> right. Poor Paul Adams. Paul Adams comes back to the team in August. I think he, he flew himself commercial to Tampa to join the team. He sure did. And then he gets hurt there, so he goes on IR. They bring him back, and now he's on the COVID list. Hopefully nothing serious, and Paul can return to the practice squad. Poor Paul Adams. Restored to the practice squad from practice squad reserve COVID-19, Breon Body Calhoun, who's been on the practice squad all year. Okay, so that was Monday. That's Monday. Tuesday. That was one day. Tuesday. <laughs> Waved from the active roster to open up roster spots. Cornerback Chris Jones, linebacker Joe Jones. All right. Released from the practice squad. Shaheem Carter, a defensive back. Rodney Clemens, a defensive back. Wide receiver Golden Tate. And is this the end for Golden Tate? I don't know. He did nothing wrong. He worked hard. But he had not gotten on the field. You need a spot. It doesn't mean they might not call him back at some point. Who knows? But a lot of people were surprised by that. No drama, no scandal, nothing bad. Just wasn't the fit for that time. The Titans also moved to reserve COVID-19 from injured reserve Monty Rice. It's a technical term. Monty Rice is out for the year due to his injury. But at the point you have COVID, you have to report somebody in that way so that, you know, the league accounts for the fact that they are a, a COVID positive at this point. At the moment that he is deemed clear, he will return to straight injured reserve. Can I ask a question about that? Sure. Because that person is not technically on the roster mm -hmm. because they're on injured reserve, is the reason that you still report them as a COVID person for contact purposes? Well, they're in the building. In, uh, yeah. in most cases, they're in the building doing rehab. Right. Okay, that's so, what I thought. I just was curious. Okay, so then today, which is Wednesday, the Titans sign to the practice squad defensive lineman Deshaun Hand. Do you know Deshaun Hand? I do not. Okay, so he's an Alabama guy. Okay. And he's a really interesting dude because he came out of the state of Virginia in high school as the number one player in the country. Wow. Yeah, and goes to Alabama, and of course, how many defensive linemen do they have at Alabama? A million. Like, they rotate like 25 in every game, right? Right. So he plays in 50 games, 71 tackles, nine sacks. He's a fourth-round pick of Detroit. Goes to Detroit, has a really nice rookie year, 27 hits, three sacks, a couple forced fumbles. You're saying, okay, he's good to do that. And then, man, this guy cannot beat the injury bug. 2019 injuries, 2020 injuries. Starts this year on the IR due to a groin injury. Comes off, plays three games, has another groin injury. <sighs> so they injury settled with him. They waved him off IR. He goes to the Colts for 10 days on their practice squad, and now he's here. This is a guy at like 295, a defensive lineman. He ran 4.83 at the combine. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I mean, That's interesting. Yeah. Deshaun Hand. The Titans signed to the active roster. 
someone off Seattle's practice squad, and that is Ryan Izzo, a tight end. Ryan Izzo is a guy who played at Florida State, seventh-round pick of the Patriots, spent all of 2018 on IR. His second year in the league, 2019, he plays in six games. He catches six passes. One of them's a 41-yard touchdown. 2020, he starts 12 games before an injury ends his year. He had multiple injuries, actually. He caught 13 passes for 199 yards, had a 50-yard catch. Wow. All right. And, again, injuries ended his year. And so what do the Patriots say we've got to get this offseason? We've got to get tight ends. So they signed Hunter Henry from the Chargers. They signed Jonu Smith from the Titans. So they traded Ryan Izzo to Houston. Okay. All right, so they did this on March 18th. He's with Houston up until they cut him on August 31st. Okay. Then he ends up on the Giants practice squad for 18 days in September. They cut him. And then he signs with Seattle's practice squad on September 29th. So he's been there for three months, except for one six-day period last month where he was on the COVID list. So Izzo is a player, 19 catches, 313 career yards, a touchdown. He's played in 18 games. And the other thing that's valuable about him is you don't have to worry about him with COVID because he's got a 90-day window, which would obviously take you through the end of the year. Which is great. Which you have to factor in now, which is crazy. You have to think about all of that stuff. And it really is, especially for this time of the year, because every game now is the most important game of your life (laughs) as you are reaching the end of the season that determines your seeding and all of that, and then into the playoffs where you're literally playing to survive every week, you can't afford to have this ever-evolving, ever-changing roster. You need to know what guys you're going to have. And so for a guy like that who's just kind of struggled to find a spot, that's great. 6'5", 255, fourth-year man out of Florida State. He'll wear number 83. Ryan Izzo, originally from New Jersey, again played at Florida State. Okay, the other piece of news today, the Titans very quietly, and I don't think anybody really noticed, they (laughs) put Derrick Henry on the return-to-practice list, although he remains on injured reserve. Derrick Henry practiced football with the Tennessee Titans – on this Wednesday. That happened today. It happened today. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about Did, that. There was no uh-uh. news about it anywhere. Not, I didn't even see it anywhere. All right. I mean, I don't know. So, before we talk about a little bit of practice, let's talk about mechanics. Let's, yes. So, you can stop your friends from going crazy. Like, yeah. the injury report is out, okay? It is indeed. The Titans injury report is out for today. By the way, the only guy who did not practice Listed as did not practice as Naquan Jones with a knee. Isn't that so nice? Not for Naquan Jones. I mean, I hope his knee feels better. But only one guy that did not practice. I know. <laughs> it feels so good. Limited participation. Jackrabbit Jenkins ankle. Ben Jones knee. Julio Jones hamstring. Kendall Lamb illness. Roger Saffold shoulder. They were limited. Who's not on here? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is not on there. I know, right. Somebody's going to say, well, if Derrick Henry's not on the injured list. It means means he's playing. He's great. It's great. No. That's not what that means. No. Stop the madness. I'm stopping you. (laughs) Derrick Henry is not on the injury list because Derrick Henry is not on the active 53-man roster. Thank you. That's why. So right now, all that has happened 
is that Derrick Henry has opened the 21-day window to practice. That's it. Correct. He is not on the 53-man roster. This is the protocol that you follow, a return to the active roster protocol from injured reserve. It does not mean that he's not going to play this Sunday. It does not mean that he is going to play this Sunday. It has to be determined by Saturday at 3 o'clock Central time. The Titans would have to add him to the 53-man roster, or they can simply do nothing. He stays where he is, and he doesn't play in the ballgame. So all that happened with this move today is that he practiced. The clock of 21 days has started rolling. At the end of 21 days, he either has to go onto the 53-man roster, and you could do it before then, or he's put back on injured reserve and he's done for the year. Yes. So it is important to note a couple of things. One, this is not an indication one way or the other when Derrick Henry will be playing for the Tennessee Titans again. Correct. There is no way to look at what the Tennessee Titans have done today and say, yes, he is playing on Sunday, the following Sunday, or the Sunday after that. Right. There's no way to tell that. Correct. There is not a good thing that happened or a bad thing that happened if he plays or does not play. Everything is neutral right now. The good thing that happened is that he practiced. The good thing is that we saw him, yes. We saw him practice football. Absolutely, which is great. And this is very exciting. This is what I've said all along. When all the optimism was out there about this, and and I didn't want to be the wet blanket, but I was just trying to be realistic with the type of injury that he had. It's he's got to practice football before we know anything. Right. Yeah, the news is good. The, the news is good. He looked like Derrick Henry. Yes. But there are still more steps, and I think, what does he look like tomorrow after having one day? What does he look like Friday? What does he look like Saturday? And again, there'll be all kinds of people guessing about, do, do they activate him for Sunday's game, or do they wait? I, I think at this point, the Titans will have a plan. They will discuss it with him. And the great part of this is that they are able to take these steps forward, getting him back to work and with the team. So don't go crazy positive. Don't go crazy negative. This is hitting it right down the middle of the fairway. This is a good thing. This is another step in the process. The first piece is getting on the field. It is not the only piece. That's right. So let's all just, in the great words of Coach Mack, Let's all just keep our powder dry. That's right. Be happy that he was there and he looked like himself. We saw him. We saw him. He looks. We saw him He practice. looks like Derrick Henry. He's he lo- big. He's big. Yeah. He, he took part in drills. He did Derrick Henry things. The end. Yes. That's it, what we've got. The, the best part is he didn't look any different than Derrick Henry. Nope. He. Uh, I mean, he very much looked like I said, honest to God, he ran out and I said, yep. That's Derrick that's Henry. That's Derrick Henry. Like, but that was about as far as my analysis well, the, went. And that's smart. And, and, I, and I think that's really smart because that's where, that's where you are right now. Well, and there's nothing to see. Not yet. Not yet. There will be. I hopefully. Mean, yeah. Hopefully he's on the field someday and he's playing and everything is exciting. And right. then we will but set if off he, the balloons. But if he doesn't play this Sunday, it doesn't mean something bad no, happened. Nothing bad happened. Nothing went wrong. They have a plan. We don't know what that plan is because 
we would be the last people they would tell. They wouldn't tell because us. we would tell out on we the would internet. tell you the OT people, and we would ruin it for them, and then they would be angry. Yeah. All right. So the Texans are the opponent. They beat the Titans on November the twenty first. Yeah, they did. The Texans have changed slightly since we've seen them. They have. They've won two more games. Yeah. Congrats. They beat the Chargers. They did. And and wore them out. They run Rex Burkhead now. He had 18 carries for 40 yards in the game back on November 21st against the Chargers. He had 149 yards rushing. And they were very proud of that. Their offensive line was very fired up about what did they, they get were able Letterman to accomplish. Jackets? Yeah, I think they made t-shirts or something. I don't really know. But they were, I mean, in the media talking about how much better they feel their offensive line is partially because of the success that Rex Burkhead was able to have. Well, Rex Burkhead doesn't play. He's not going to sit and cut 18 different ways. He hits it and gets it. Mm -hmm. And that's what they need right now. Defensively, they continue to play well. You know, they're plus three in turnover ratio. For a team that's – I didn't realize that. Yeah, for a team that's 4-11, and they have a positive turnover ratio. Interesting. They've done a good job on defense taking the ball away. Lovey Smith is a really good coach. The biggest thing they don't have on defense anymore is Zach Cunningham because he now plays for... The Tennessee Titans. I don't know that there's ever been a more motivated player than what you've got to think he will be this week. And I am A-OK with that. You're down with that? Well, I'm just glad we don't have to play against the guy again because Zach Cunningham has always made like 40 tackles every time he plays the Titans. It's like Brad Willis spots for Titans Radio, and every time he points at the sheet of who made the tackle, I, I'm getting ready to say, what are you, on the take from <laughs> Zach Cunningham's family yeah. trying to get him pub? Do you have some sort of a quote yeah, in he's, me? He's <laughs> like, he just puts his finger on Zach Cunningham and leaves it there, and then if it's somebody else, he moves it. Yeah. But, I mean, Zach Cunningham has played great against the Titans. He had 11 tackles in the, in the game on November 21st. He's here now. I'm well, I mean, he'll be there on Sunday, but, but he'll be playing. He'll be wearing two-tone blue. He'll be wearing two-tone blue. Yeah. I like watching him play. He's a guy that I have really enjoyed, him being a Tennessee Titan. I've liked just everything about his intensity, the way that he goes about his business. And you're right. He's always been very successful against us. And now I hope he's successful for us. Well, he'll have a chance to go back. But, I mean, this has got to be one of the strangest returns that I can ever remember. They cut this guy. The Titans pick him up. It was kind of a bizarre was set a of bizarro, circumstances. Yeah, yeah. So, something was clearly wrong. I don't know what it was. I don't but, care. But he plays for the Titans, and he's playing great, and the Titans don't have to play against him on Sunday. The yep. other change, the quarterback is now Davis Mills. Yes. The rookie from Stanford. Yep. Davis Mills is a really interesting story. He's a fascinating story because he's from Atlanta. Oh, I didn't know that. So he is the number one high school quarterback in America entering the 2016 high school season, which would have been signing day 2017. And he went to Stanford? Well, he's higher rated than Jake Fromm, who was a big recruit. He's higher rated than Tua Tangavaloa. He's higher rated than Kellen Mond. He's higher rate. I mean, on and on and on. He's the number one quarterback. Picked Stanford. He had offer after offer after offer. But he picked Stanford because he wanted to go to, you know, great school like Stanford. Wanted to play in David Shaw's offense because he's very much a pro-style quarterback. Another guy he was more highly rated than in that class was Mac Jones. Yeah. So he goes to Stanford. He gets there. And he's had a knee injury coming out of high school. So he redshirts. 
and then he's behind K.J. Costello, and then K.J. Costello gets hurt his third year, and he takes over and becomes the starter, and he starts six games, and then he gets dinged. Well, then 2020 is the COVID year, and, you know, everything was a little different in California than in some places. He got to play five games. Right. So he's got another year of eligibility. And everybody says if Davis Mills stays, he's a top five pick. He may be the number one quarterback in the 2022 draft. Could. But because he's worried about will they get to have spring practice in California, will they have more of these sorts of issues, he decides not to transfer, which some people thought he might do, and he decides to go in the draft. And so there was speculation that he could be taken by Tampa at the end of the first round. Yep. That they might take him as the heir apparent to Mr. Brady. There was speculation that he would be a second-round pick. Texans got him in the third round at number 67, very early in the third round. He already has three 300-yard passing games. He started 10 games. They've won two of them. He has three 300-yard passing games. He's thrown 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, thrown for nearly 2,400 yards. He's been sacked 29 times. But I think they're trying to find out. If he's the guy. Well, because, listen, his contract, four years, $5.2 million. That's the, the slotted amount of money that you get in 2021 as the number 67 overall pick. That's a cheap quarterback. Well, that's it. <laughs> I mean, Amy, how did the Patriots get good? Yeah, same way, cheap quarterback. A cheap quarterback to yeah. start with. And throughout his career, Tom Brady's money never stayed at the upper part of the league in terms of salary because every time he would get to the top, finally, then other people would pass him the next couple years. Right. Russell Wilson in Seattle, third-round pick. For a while, they're able to pay all these defensive guys because they're not having to pay a quarterback. If the Texans hit on this guy and they've got him under contract for three more years at that kind of money, it's so if you're them, you've got to find out about him. Yeah. Well, and I mean, realistically, for the last three games, four games of the regular season, I mean, he straight up beat out Tyrod Taylor. They made the switch. He was injured. He hurt his wrist. And then they said after Tyrod was back and would have been able to play, they said, no, we're going to stick with this guy. We think he gives us the best opportunity to win. That and the fact they've got to find out. And they've got to find out, yeah. And I think you're 100% right if you're the Houston Texans. You've got to find out. So it's going to be a different Texans offense because he throws the ball down the field. Yeah. He throws to Brandon Cooks, who's a 1,000-yard receiver for the sixth time in his career. He he is able to do some things. I mean, the guy's 6'4", 220. Again, he played for David Shaw at Stanford, so he's been in a pro-style offense in college. And he can do things from the pocket. He can run. He's about a 4'8 guy, so he's got decent speed for a guy that size. He's built a lot like Tannehill. I don't think he's quite as athletic as Tannehill. That would be hard to be because – Ryan is very athletic, but he still has really good athleticism. So a very different challenge for the Titans' defense than the one put forth by the Texans when they played Tyrod Taylor on November 21st. Yeah, it's definitely – in terms of preparation, there are a lot of different variables Mm -hmm. than what the Titans saw the first time around. And I had forgotten – 
until Taylor Lewan brought it up today, the weather was such a big factor in that game. Remember, it was pouring down Absolutely. rain. Holy smokes, I had blocked it out. But now, I mean, you're in a situation where you're playing inside, and that's a different challenge. So uh, it's just the two games are going to be polar opposites, which I think is exciting. Yes. If the Titans win, they're the number one seed in the AFC, and they get a bye. They would have to win two games at Nissan Stadium to head to Super Bowl 56. Does that make your stomach do a little flip? Mine just did. No. It makes me excited. No, because I've been here before. I know, but it's so it's kind of – the first thing is you know this is going to be hard this weekend. Of course it is. This is going to be – I mean, the great job Sloman game to end last season, I mean, you just understand that you have to go with the expectation that this is going to be like getting the root canal. It's going to be a dogfight. Yes. It's always a dogfight this sure. last game. Sure. So you understand that. If you come through it, then you start to say, okay. You know, because I, I think the big advantage here, you don't have to go to Buffalo. Nope. You don't have to go to Kansas City. No. You don't have to go to Cincinnati. It's so great. You know? It's here. Right. It's if, at Nissan Stadium. If you, if you take care of your business, you don't have to go to any of those places. Right. They come to your place. Suckers. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling, Mike. I'm feeling excited about this team. All right. Well, that's good. I We're, might be jumping the gun a little bit, but I'm really fired up. I understand. So we've sort of covered everything going on with the ball club. And I know you and Coach Mack will have a podcast later this week on Friday. What are you doing? We shall. We are going to kind of relive the magic of that win over the Miami Dolphins. We have some really cool sounds of the game that we're excited to share. And then we're catching up on all things ball. Coach Mack and I are going deep. Is that right? Deep diving into the football of it all. All right. Well, we're going to Houston, and uh, hopefully our flight won't get canceled. Please, airplane gods. Yes. Let us go. (laughs) Please let us go. Let us go. But we have a plan. We have a plan. We have a plan. That's right. So we're looking forward to being there. Amy Wells and Rhett Bryan, Coach Mack, have Titans Countdown on Titans Radio beginning at 11 a.m. Central on Sunday. And then kickoff is set for noon. And then, you know, hopefully it's a 12-5 and football team that's an AFC South champion and number one seed in the AFC and get to sit back and take a deep breath. That would be the plan. My stomach did that little flip again. Every time you say it, I get excited. All Number right, one so seed. One thing I want to do for the OT people is I want to get some questions out of the OT people. Mm, OTPQs? OTPQs. They're back. Because I want to answer some questions next week on the OTP. How would you recommend that we ask for the questions? Do you want to give people two options? Okay. Okay. Because I, I like variety here. So let's... TennesseeTitans.com slash OTPQ. You can submit a question there. Okay. And I will receive it and we'll make sure that it gets asked. Or go to Twitter, tweet us, or me, I guess you're not on the Twitter machine. But go to Twitter, tweet me, use hashtag OTPQ, send your question, I I will get it. I am on Twitter. You look at Twitter. I'm on Twitter, at (laughs) jwhitesports.com. That's uh, my... That's your burner account? No, that's that's just where I am. <laughs> that's not you. That's Jim Wyatt. It is? That's I Jim. thought it was me. You don't do that britches report. I actually do. No, you well don't. Well known for that. No, that's not you. All right. Well, I hope this has been enlightening for everyone uh, who listens to the OTP. 
I hope we, <laughs> if we thank our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Look to the folks at Farm Bureau Health Plans. We needed someone who understands the X's and O's of health care coverage. They've been protecting Tennessee since 1947. You want to say anything else? Farm Bureau Health Plans understands us. That's right. And I appreciate That's that true. as well. I'm a customer. Yeah. What can I say? See, they All get right. you. For Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith, and we thank you, the OT people, for listening to the OT. Where the legends go, everybody knows it's our house. Fighting for Tennessee, making history. Greatness is meant to be ours now. Hey, we got Titan blood running through our veins.